are listening to Kapatid Central, where we talk about the difficult topics the way only siblings can. Now here are your hosts, Donna, Delia, Darlene, and Neil. Good day everyone! Welcome back to Kapatid Central. Before we start, we would like to say happy anniversary to Ava and Sydney Vibar and hi to Jacqueline Glur. Hello guys! Hello everyone! Oh, by the way, we would like to say our deepest condolences to the Hilario family. Our hearts go out to you and we know that families can be together forever. We love you guys. We love you, Aleli. All right, so before we go into our topic for this week, I actually would like for us to talk about for a few minutes something that has been happening for the last two weeks. And this involves Ati Darlin mainly <laughs> because I've been getting messages about the video that Project Nightfall posted on Facebook and on YouTube. So some of my friends were asking me, Wait, tong kapatid mo ba? Victim ba ito ng ano, Asian discrimination? <laughs> <laughs> hate crime. <laughs> ng hate crime. So, Atito, can you talk about how did you get involved in this video? Well, first of all, thank you very much for all those who are very concerned and also sent me messages and also my siblings' messages about whether or not I am a victim of hate crime. I'm very overwhelmed by the number of uh, people who sent me messages. So, thank you very much. Just to clarify, I am not a victim of hate crime. <laughs> So the video that you saw in the recent Project Nightfall show was actually shot back in 2019 when I did another video for Agon for his message around discrimination in the music industry. So totally, he asked me to remove my makeup and then uh, put on other makeup that was really not flattering to me. So that's why maybe my face looks so dejected in that video. <laughs> he has since used that same clip for another video about divorce. And now oh, about really? Asian hate crime. <laughs> so really, uh, this is the third time that video clip has appeared. And sabi ko nga, maybe I look very dejected. So he keeps on using my video clips for kind of sad issues like this. But yes, thank you very much, everybody. I'm not a victim of hate crime, but we do have fellow men who are victims of hate crimes, whether they be Asians or Black, and our hearts go to them, and we support every effort to stop these hate crimes. All right, cool. All right, so that has been clarified. Huh? <laughs> okay, so going on to this week's topic, dun, 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 dun. we'll be talking about toxic Filipino culture. Ay, ano yan? Wala, walang ganyan. Hindi totoo yan. <laughs> In denial. You know, honestly, when you told us about this toxic Filipino culture, I was adamant to join this discussion. Bakit? Kasi, guilty ako sa iba. Tao lang, pasensya na. Pero nga, I was reminded by this Bible verse. Whoever among you who does not have seen, let him cast the first stone. Oo, lahat naman kasi tayo, syempre, meron tayong nagagawang mga toxic uh, Filipino culture. Kasi unang-una, Filipino tayo. <laughs> Lumaki tayo dyan. Kaya, may, pero maganda, we are aware of this para ma-change kung kailangan ma-change. Alright, so I have a list of toxic Filipino culture that I've compiled. Isa-isayin natin, and then we'll see kung hanggang saan tayo abot. Pero yung number one na gusto kong pag-usapan natin is yung what I posted on my personal wall. Which is kapag birthday mo, libre mo. <laughs> so, ikaw na nga dapat yung sineselebrate. Ikaw pa rin yung gagastos. Nasaan yung hostisya doon, no? Nung bago kami dito, birthday nung isang kasamahan ng kuya niyo sa office, sabi niya, Mommy, we're going out. We're going to treat my colleague kasi birthday niya. Sabi ko, ha? Bakit hindi siya ang magtitreat? Bakit kayo ang magtitreat sa kanya? Sabi niya, ganun dito daw. Chip in, chip in. Para i-blow out nila yung celebrant. 
Sabi ko, wow, ang sarap naman dito. Kasi sa Pinas, pag alimbawa, sampu yung kaibigan mo, sampu silang ililibre mo. Pero dito, balikta the other way around. Pag sampu silang friends mo, sila yung manlilibre sa'yo. Actually, hindi nga lang friends na nanglilibre sa'yo, no? When I got there also. Everybody in the company celebrated with me at their own expense. Wow. So talagang, wow, ang sarap ng feeling. I tried to bring that here. Pagdating sa Pilipinas, kahit yung mga friends ko ngayon, galit sa akin. <laughs> pala, kaya pala sa Pinas, no, kapag birthday ng mga tao, sabi niya, hindi sila papasok, magre-renew sila ng lisensya. Kasi parang it's a way to escape then yung gastos na dadating sa'yo, no? Mm-hmm. Ah, hindi ko alam yung excuse na yan, ah. May ganun pala dito, ah. Magre-renew Oo, lagi na lang sinasabi, magre-renew ko lisensya. Punta ka na ng LTO ni sa September 15. Sa Pinas, oo. Oh, every birthday ang ano eh, renewal. For some license, eh. For some license, yeah. Mayroon din akong ganyang story. So, nung nandun pa ako sa Hawaii, when I was in college, mayroon akong friend na magbe-birthday that weekend. So, nag-invite siya na pumunta kami sa Spaghetti Factory, I think. That was the restaurant. So, ako excited ako kasi usually hindi ako nakakalabas ng school. So, kapag may maga ng special location lang kami nakakalabas, tapos sabi ko, hindi pa rin ako nakapunta sa restaurant. So, I was very excited na yung first time ko, malilibre ako. <laughs> kasi yung talaga expectations ko na ililibre ako. Uh-uh. And then, mayroon ako isang friend who's not Filipino as well. Sabi niya, hey Neil, I don't think I'd be able to come because I don't have money. So isip ko, ha? Huh? dito pupunta? Eh siya nga yung ililibre. So sabi ko, hey don't worry, uh, we have a car so you can just come with us. So inisip ko ba sa akala niya magbabasa or something, no? Tapos after a few days, nung ko lang na-realize, ay oo nga pala. Kami nga pala yung manlilibre. <laughs> Ayan, I had to spend $15, I think, nung time na yun para makisplit ng bill. Pero later on, natanggap ko na rin naman. Parang better nga yun, no? Kesa yung celebrant yung manlilibre. Yeah, it's actually better. Kaya lang, uh, ang disadvantage, no? Halimbawa, I have 10 friends. And in a year, we are going to celebrate those 10 friends' birthdays. So, ang, ang, ang daming, ano, no? Daming labas sa bulsa. Parang ano, equal din naman kasi sila ganun din. So, equal-equal. Di ba? Parang mas masarap yung thought na sila yung nanlibre kasi sila yung nagsiselebrate na you were born. Kesa yung ikaw yung nagsiselebrate na born kahit paano kung ayaw nilang na born. <laughs> <laughs> Oo, pero okay lang din naman kasi may mga tao naman talaga very willing to celebrate their birthday with their friends. Kaya lang nga, ang, ang sigurong toxic sa atin, we expect the birthday celebrators to really treat us out. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yung expectation yung mahirap dun eh Hindi naman lahat ng tao kaya gawin yung ganon Mm-mm. Kaya medyo na- nalalagay din sa awkward position yung my birthday The downside of it no To give in dun sa mga request ng mga friends natin Some celebrators they had to borrow money from somebody So that Yan, he or she can celebrate his or her birthday with her friends or his friends So yun yun Mm-mm. Doon na nagkakaroon na naman ng additional problem Ayun, doon siya nagiging toxic kasi nga gumagawa sila beyond their means na halimbawa walang pera. Alam mo walang pera pero nag-celebrate ng birthday, bonggang-bongga, naka-gown pa, di ba? Sipin mo, uy, tapos ang cake fondant pa. Pero sabi niya wala silang pera. <laughs> ng utang sa mo. Oo, hindi pa bayad ng utang. <laughs> Yun, doon siya nagiging toxic. Pati tuloy ikaw nagkakasala. <laughs> It's always wonderful to celebrate one's birthday, syempre. If you have the means, if your friends also have the means, then why not, di ba, celebrate each other's birthdays? Meron naman ako naisip ang isa, somewhat related to celebrating birthdays. Pero mas morbid naman tungkol sa kapag may, may taong may sakit. 
sa Pinas kasi we are so used to giving donations when somebody has already passed away. Pero hindi tayo very sensitive to give help while the person is still sick. Still struggling, yeah. Still struggling, di ba? Oo nga, kapag patay na, oh, lahat na, oh, abuloy dyan, abuloy dito. Parang may expectation na, ah, magbibigay na ako ngayon kasi namatay. Pero while the person is in the hospital, for example, that is not the mindset, eh. Agree ba kayo sa akin? Yes, oh. yes, yes. True. You know, yung mga pinapost nila ngayon sa Facebook, yung pagbibigay ng flowers. At pagdalaw nga, di ba? We are more into giving flowers, visiting, when the person is already six feet underground. Unlike in other cultures, no? In, in other countries, although I haven't been to America, but I've seen so many motion pictures, na yung buong room kapag sick, no? Ang dami-daming flowers. Sa atin kasi pag, parang pag nagbigay ka ng flowers, parang it connotes death. Although hindi naman talaga. Eh kasi ganun yung na-practice. Kapag oh, bulaklak ang binig. Kasi sa mahal ng bulaklak. <laughs> sa pinag. Ay, totoo yan. Siyempre, you will think of be practical. Instead of giving flowers, mga about a thousand plus or two thousand, then I'll just give food or other things instead of flowers, mamamatay after three days. Siguro ganun yung thinking. Usually fruits. Nung na-confine ako nung bata ako, alam ko, nag-visit yung mga classmates ko sa yung teacher ko, fruits ang binigay. So I think, yun yung usual sa atin. Ako kasi personally, syempre may experience ako dyan when I was diagnosed with cancer, diba? 2017. Um, syempre, nandito kami sa Singapore and it was a very big shock to us how much the um, hospital bills can be when you have to go through cancer treatment here. And although meron kaming insurance, which would cover us significantly, yung insurance payout naman, hindi siya dumadating very, very quickly. Diba? Kailangan maghintay na several weeks bago mo makuha yung mga claims mo. And for myself, ah, one session ko ng chemo, and I was doing that every week at the time, one session of chemo was about $18,000, Singapore dollars. $18,000. Okay, so can you imagine, ah, our bank account was really getting depleted really, really fast. And so, yung mga office mates ko talaga, they took the initiative to run uh, fundraising events for me because they knew the cost of receiving cancer treatment here in Singapore. So without me asking, ha, this is a very important point that I want to say. Without me asking for their help, kasi syempre tayo mga Pilipino, o kahit naman sino actually, minsan nahihiya tayong humingi ng tulong sa iba. Diba? Minsan, isip natin nakakahiyang humingi ng tulong, mga inconvenient ko pa itong mga taong to. Pero sila, they were very sensitive that they understood that there was a need. And talaga sila yung nag-initiate gumawa nito mga fundraising events. And I'm really, really grateful for that. Kasi sometimes, yung mga pagbisita, mga pagme-message, talaga naman they support us mentally, emotionally. But a lot of times, especially for critical events in our lives, finances are very, very important. It's always top of mind. If you want to live a longer life, well, I just wanted to voice it out. Parang, uh, it becomes a lesson for us all that we are aware that there are things that actually can be easily, not maybe not easily resolved, but maybe become a little less daunting when people help you in terms of your finances. May nabasa akong uh, book ni Trevor Noah. 
si so siya yung host ng the Daily Show na if you watch that show. Yes. Sabi niya when he was younger, he grew up in South Africa. You know, he's black, so he did not have the same opportunities as the uh, the Caucasians in South Africa at the time. But what allowed him to get to where he is now was when he was around 18 years old, he had this friend who had a better means than him and provided him with a stereo, with a computer that allowed him to burn CDs. So he was doing pirated CDs at the time that he did um, sell to the uh, the bus driver. So that got him going, earning a little bit so that he could go to gigs and basically start becoming a stand-up comic. But you know, sometimes madaming tao talagang merong drive and motivation and my skills, my talents to do whatever they want and whatever they can be in the world. But it's also nice, it's, he said it in the book, it would be nice if people actually give you the means to start whatever you want to do. So yung computer na yun, it really helped him a lot. Kasi kahit na anong galing niya, if he didn't have a computer... He wouldn't be able to do whatever he wanted. He wouldn't be able to be the Trevor Noah that we know now. Mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. very important to help people. And sometimes it means you need to help them with money. Naalala ko yung quote na nabasa ko. Ewan ko, siguro it applies also dun sa kwento ni Darlene. Sabi doon, you just don't teach people how to fish. You have to make sure that they have a rod. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so ngayon, let's talk about toxic Filipino culture when it comes to family. What can you say about that? May nakita ako ditong tweet. Sabi dito, Filipinos are so family-oriented that when another Filipino decides to cut off toxic family members from his or her life, she or he is automatically called walang utang na loob. Sabi niya, ay sorry tita ha, pero please tell me kung anong ginawa mo sa buhay ko aside from judging and putting me down. Ang hirap mag-comment dun sa tweet kasi hindi natin alam yung context ng mga pangyayari. Pero ang inaano niya ata dito yung mga when you try to become successful... Yung iba, they try to pull you down. Yun yung mga isa sa mga toxic Filipino culture. So when you're trying to lift yourself up, may mga tao magda-doubt sa'yo. Tapos minsan negative yung maririnig mo, pipintasan ka. Pero kapag naging successful ka, feeling naman nila part sila ng success mo. Ako, personally, hindi ako makarelate kasi feeling ko wala tayong family members na ganyan both sides sa family natin. Baka ikaw, Tidon, meron. <laughs> Wait lang ah, I want to say something about family. Kasi meron ako dating pinost. Basahin ko na talagang ni-research ko ulit kasi hindi ko maalala verbatimly. Sabi doon, but their family, you forgive them even if they are human equivalent of hyenas. <laughs> hyenas talaga. True no, totoo naman eh. May mga members talaga ng family. Human equivalent of hyenas, oo. Kaya lang their family, you really have to forgive them. So katulad nung sinasabi natin, They say something against you when you are struggling. But then these people are necessary for you to be braver, be more challenged. Without them, I don't think we will be pursuing more. Pero hindi pwedeng ikaw na lang, you always receive yung mga negative criticisms nila. Pag alam mo nang ina-abuse ka, then stand up for yourself, stand up for what you know is right, kahit sabi mo pang member ng family. At tungkol naman din sa families, may sinabi si Ronnie last time tungkol sa mga magulang ginagawang investment yung mga anak nila. Totoo ba yan? Si Kuya mo actually nagsabi noon. Tinanong ko siya, sabi ko, Dad, we're going to talk about toxic uh, Filipino cultures. Ano ba nasa isip mo, sabi niya? Hay naku, yung mga ano, yung mga magulang ginagawang investment ang mga anak. <laughs> Galit siya noon. May pagkukugutan din. You know, wait lang ha. Gusto kong i-shout out muna ang aking mga in-laws ha. Kasi when I first got married, 
sabi ko sa mother-in-law ko, mapasensya ka na, wala kaming naaabot sa'yo. You know, ang sagot sa akin ng mother-in-law ko, sabi niya, okay lang, Delia, yun. Kahit wala kayong inaabot sa akin, ang ayoko na lang, yung hihingi pa kay sa akin. <laughs> Mas okay daw sa kanya na hindi siya inaabutan. Basta wag lang siya hihingan. Ang in-laws ko kasi ano sila eh, uh, mga business-minded. Tsaka talagang ano, naghahanap ng way to earn money. I know not many Filipino parents are financially independent. Kaya lang, maiintindihan mo naman kasi. Minsan kasi may mga parents tayo, they, they gave it all para sa kinabukasan ng mga anak nila. They chose not to finish education para makapagtrabaho. And then, so that they can send their kids to school, di ba? Tama yan, te. Ang mali dito, ang pag nagiging toxic yan, ay mga taong anak ng anak ng anak ng anak. Tapos... Hindi mapakain ng anak, tapos sasabihin, oh anak, mag- ikaw magtatrabaho ha, para pagdating ng ganito, tutulungan mo yung family natin, ikaw magbibigay ng ganito, ganito, ganito. Sige na, yung responsibility mo as a parent, you transfer it to your children, na yun ang mali. Meron pa rin talaga si mga Filipinos na when they were younger, we had all the jobs that they can get. They could have saved when they had the money, pero they chose not to save, they chose to spend For whatever, minsan nerason pa nila para naman din sa mga anak nila yung pagsispend nila. Pero not thinking about the future kasi in their minds, yung mga anak nila, yung tutulong sa kanila pagtanda nila. So that's the problem. Ah, oo. May mga ganun talagang parents, unfortunately. Oo. Bida na naman tong asawa ko pag nakinig ng podcast natin, sasabihin na naman yun, ah, kasi ano sila, myopic. <laughs> <laughs> Mula nung natutunan niya yung word na myopic, lagi niya sinasabi yun eh, myopic. <laughs> Pero nung mga bata yung mga anak ko, ano din eh. Pero ngayon, syempre, na-realize kong mali na yun, sinasabi ko, anak ka, oh, when you grow up ha, you buy mommy, you you buy mommy a jewelry, you buy, si Adsigibo naman, sinasabi, oh, you buy me Ferrari, mga ganun-ganun ba? Ah, hindi pala dapat ganun. Hindi pala dapat uh-huh. ganun. Kasi uh-huh. they might feel that uh, they really have to. Pero in, in fact, meron naman talaga silang own lives na kailangan nilang i-live ba? I want to say something nice about my husband. <laughs> uh, si Toto kasi, parang siyang parent niya. Bakit? Anniversary niyo ba? Dati daw parang may gusto mamaya ah. Hindi, hindi. Wait lang. Wala, malayo pa. Gusto <laughs> <Ito> mangyari. talaga <laughs> to. O nga, actually, sa linggo na, pagod na pagod sa bubong nila dali kasi. <laughs> anyway... There was a time, sabi ko kay Toto, sige, pag-aralin natin si Red sa Mapua para makakuha ng trabaho, makarating ng Singapore, matulungan ni Tito Anton, ni Tita Dar. And then, Red can help out sa pag-aaral ni Raven Muna, tika, ni bakit Tita Darl at Tito Anton? Anong ginagawa ni Tita Darl? Nasaan na ang pig? Nasaan si Tita Darl sa picture? <laughs> Working girl na siya ngayon. Oo nga pala, sorry ha. Sorry, wait lang. <laughs> I'm sorry. Pero anyway, basta yun yung original words ko. Tapos sabi ni sabi ni Toto sa akin, bakit naman ipapatong mo kay Red yung ano, yung pag-aaral nung dalawa? Hayaan mo siya gumanda ang buhay niya. Andi dito pa naman tayo. Kung mamatay na tayo, doon niya kunin yung responsibilities. Pero nandito pa naman tayo, wag mong sasabihin 'yan. Eh ako naman, sagsa niyo medyo guilty ako no. Pero not to the point na ako ang ako yung susuportahan ni Red. I just want to say that my eldest daughter would be responsible enough to love her younger siblings more. So, you know, help out with their studies. Yun lang naman gusto kong i-imply. Mm-hmm. Siyempre, tiyan, naintindihan ka namin dyan kasi ganun tayo eh, di ba? Si mami and daddy kasi, 
um, unfortunately did not have the means to send us to university. And kung natatandaan ko ba na tama ito, si Ate Donna was supposed to go to San Sebastian Recoletos in Cavite City. But she really put her foot down because she wanted to go to Manila to study in university. And because of that, she opened up the pathway for all of us to be able to study in Manila. Hindi kasi ang iniisip ni Daddy noon, nung high school ako, nasa baste ako. Mahal na yung tuition. Tapos pag nag-university ako sa Manila, mahal ang tuition. Tapos mag-university ka rin. Alam nila susunod ka eh. So alam nila dodoble yung gastos. Sabi nila, baka doon na lang ako sa... Ewan ko, nakalimutan ko na. Siguro, akala kasi nila dati mag-asawa ko na maaga, kaya takot din sila. <laughs> <laughs> Pero ang tanong ko sa inyo, dahil ba, syempre si Ate Donna, tinulungan ako mag-aral. Uh, si Ate Del, tinulungan si Ronil mag-aral. Actually, hindi. Nahiya nga ako minsang aminin eh. Na ako lang yata ang walang tinulungang mag-aral sa ating lahat. Hindi, hindi. Pero pinigyan mo ako ng aking very first cellphone. Si Ronil, di ba, Del? Nagbibigay ka kay mami pang mga projects. Kasi ano eh, si Ronil young noon eh. Pero lahat kaya naging school. No, kasi tayong natatandaan ko talaga, te. Ikaw talaga, you spend your money for Darlene's education. And then Darlene also paid for Neil's tuition. Pero ako, wala. Ay, alam ko na kasi ikaw, money ang binibigay mo. Oo, oh, oh, kay mami siya nagbigay. Yes. Yun nga ano ko eh, yun nga yung, anong tawag doon na pakonsuelo ko sa sarili ko eh. Ay ko hindi, alam ko kasi kalahati. Alam ko talaga, kalahati ng sweldo ko, automatic na pupunta kay mami. So doon sa kalahating natitira sa akin, doon ko pa kukunin pang 10%, doon ko pa kukunin yung pang fair, baon. Oh, pero clarify natin, te, yung mga binibigay natin kay mami at kay daddy, hindi nila inobliga tayo to give them that much amount. Actually, hindi nila tayo inobligang magbigay sa kanila, di ba? Pero we just felt that we needed to give something to them. Something back. Kasi doon pa rin naman tayo nakatira. Doon pa rin tayo kumakain. Sila pa rin naglalaban ng mga damit natin. Oh, depende siguro nga sa mga anak. Pag ganun, diba? Nagiging toxic lang siguro kapag you are forced to give. Nobody told me to give anything to mommy. Kaya lang, since two years na una sa akin si ating mag-graduate, then nag-work na siya immediately as well. Nakita ko si ate kasi bumibili ng stuff for the house. And then, yeah, I, I, I witnessed ate paying for darlings this and that. So sabi ko, eh, wala naman akong pag-aaralin. Si Ronilo naman, elementary ba? Diba? Nasa oh, elementary. Inispoil si mo si Ronilo. Bakit ako dati? Pero ako spoiled. Natatandaan ko, sabi ko, <laughs> Del, pengi naman ng 3,000. Bibili ako ng gato. Hati tayo. Bibigay naman siya kagad. <laughs> Ayun uh, lang, talaga wala akong panalo kay Ate Donna doon. Minsan sinasabi ko, ito na nga ATM te, paki-withdraw na lang. Hindi <laughs> ko na alam kung saan niya dadalhin yung pera. Ang tanong ko sa inyo, nahirapan ba kayo that you had to give away your money to mommy or daddy? Hindi. Hindi kasi yun na pinag-uusapan natin, di ba? Yung mga um, anak na ginagawang investment ng mga magulang. Hindi naman. Pero naiinis ako, si mommy lagi ang drama, walang pera. Pero nagkocompute ako sa mind ko, hindi, hindi, ganito to, ganito to, ganito to. Oh, tapos lagi niyang sinas- <laughs> lagi niyang sinasabi walang pera pero ang dami natin food. <laughs> Hindi ako kagan- kagalingan sa math. Pero pagdating sa mga computation ng budget, ay magaling ako diyan. <laughs> Kaya hindi ako naniniwala dati. Ako on my part, I never felt resentful or any negative feeling nung nagbibigay ako kay mami. Kasi ako ha, uh, as a person, basta binigay ko na sa'yo, bahala ka kung anong gawin mo diyan. Kahit nanay ko pa yun, no? Pero ewan ko, tumanda akong ganun. Basta binigay ko sa'yo, bahala ka na kung anong gawin mo dyan. Binigyan kita. 
Tapos na yung ano ko, responsibility ko. Tapos na yung prinamis ko. So, pero okay lang sa akin kasi I'm happy naman na nakikita ko naman na lahat tayo maayos. Tsaka hindi naman ako to the point na nagugutom. Lagi rin naman ako may pambili ng shoes. Yun talagang ano, addiction ko nung dalaga ako shoes. <laughs> Dapat every payday. Sa Tidona nagturo sa akin nun eh. Masamang influensya talaga yun sa Tidona. Every payday may bibilin ka sa sarili mo. Eh, nangyari sa akin shoes. Sayang pala po sa mga nakikinig sa atin, huwag po kayong mag-i-invest ng shoes until you get married and given birth to your first child. Kasi nasayang, dati po ako, I'm, I was only size 6 and now it's 7 and a half. So imagine Ooh, where the shoes are. Sabay pala are. paglaki ng paa mo sa ilong mo, Note. Are you talking to Ate Donna? <laughs> <laughs> sa different kasi wala naman akong pag-aarali na kapatid, di ba? Pero dahil sinimulan niyong magbigay kila mami sa kila daddy, It has been an expectations na na magbibigay na rin ako every month. Especially since City Darl, sobrang laki nung minibigay dati. Pinapag-aral na ako, nagbibigay pa nila mami. So pag nasana yung isang tao kasi, may expectations na, di ba? Lalo na ang parents. Tapos oh. kapag nag-stop ka, syempre, sasama loob. So alam naman natin lahat yan, no? So ako ngayon, yung nagbibigay solely, ay, nagbibigay rin pala sila ate. Pero ako yung mostly nagbibigay sa amin, which is sa akin okay lang kasi nga dito pa rin naman ako nakatira. No? So ako yung nagbabayad ng kuryente, saka ng food namin. Ang problem ko lang minsan, dahil nga more than pa yung binibigay ko sa bills namin, saka sa food. So yung sobra-sobra, syempre kung saan na nila gustong ilagay or gawin. Pero nakikita ko minsan nasasayang kasi ang daming food na niluluto tapos binibigay sa aso. Yung mga aso namin ngayon, walang brida. Askel lang tong mga to. Pero hindi sila kumakain ng dog food. Mamahaling karinderiya pa. Yeah. <laughs> yung dog food kasi magano lang per kilo, di ba? What, like 60 pesos, 70 pesos oh, for the pesos. whole week. Kasha na. Magbibili mo sila ng food, 30 uh-huh. pesos yung isang vayad ng meal. So sobrang mahal talaga. So yung mga aso, sinanay nila, mami, na hindi dog food. Aso na sa sanay, no? Tapos... Usually, bibili pa sila ng mga merienda na bawal din sa kanila. So, pag nakita ko, syempre magagalit ako kasi bawal sa kanila yun, bawal sa health nila yon. So, ang gagawin, ibibigay dun sa mga sidecar drivers or ibibigay dun sa mga friends nila sa labas. So, para sa akin, yung pera ko, pinamibigay ko lang either sa aso <laughs> o sa kapitbahay namin. Kaya yun, minsan, naiinis ako eh. Neil, kung hindi ka kasi nagalit, uubusin nila yon, hindi nila ipamimigay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but parang they, you're doing them good. You're uh, telling them and you're teaching them to practice charity. <laughs> <laughs> and, pero ano, si mami at si daddy kasi syempre matanda na sila tapos ang dami na nilang health issues. May, minsan hindi na rin sila makapag-judge correctly tungkol sa pera, tungkol sa food. So, tama ba ako? Min, minsan ano na, medyo blurry na yung... Yeah, I think part of that age and then part of that Nakasanayan na nga kasi. Mahirap baguhin. You know, if you're very smart about money when you were younger, I think it will just follow until you're older. You will know how to handle your finances kasi you've practiced. You have the habit of saving how much you get, you know, how much you just need to spend. Pero pag hindi mo nga na-practice yun, sa so pag tumanda ka, wala kang accounting na gagawin sa pera mo. Hopefully, nababago natin as Filipinos yung pagiging financial literate. So nakikita ko may mga Facebook groups na ngayon. I'm a part of one. Now we talk about personal finance. Kasi yun yung kulang sa atin eh. Kasi hindi mo naman siya matututunan sa school. Diba? Wala namang classes on how to handle your money. So it's really something that you have to learn for yourself. So when you're older, you know, when you start working, you have to know 
kung magkano yung kinikita mo, magkano yung kailangan mo i-save para someday when you grow older, you have the money to sustain yourself and you don't have to depend on anyone. Oo. Uh, including pa dyan, hindi lang saving. You also have to have ample insurance. Talagang-talagang ko na sinasabi tungkol sa insurance na yan, I think since uh, nagkasakit ako, no? Ambassador. Pero kasi hanggang ngayon, minsan, oh, pero talaga, uh, gusto ko po i-clarify, I don't sell insurance. Hindi talaga ako nagpo-promote ng kahit na anong brand. Basta magkaroon kayo ng insurance kasi I, we, we learned firsthand how important insurance is Um, isang malaking you know, illness na mangyari kahit sa sino sa member ng family, your savings will get depleted very, very fast. And syempre tayo mga Pilipino, ano bang mga experience natin sa insurance? Syempre yung mga, meron isang malaking insurance agency na nagpo-provide dati ng educational insurance tapos biglang nag-close down at yung mga pera ng mga taong nag-invest dito sa insurance agency na to, ang pangalan ay rhymes with TAP tap water, ganyan. <laughs> so, nawala yung mga pera nila. So, sa mindset ng mga Pilipino, ay sayang lang tong pera. Kung mawawala din yan, baka lukuhin pa kami ng mga agencies na yan. Tapos, pag hindi sila nagkakasakit, ay sayang lang yung binayad ko this year. Pwedeng pinagbili ko na lang ng ganito. Pero, you never know how important it is until something strikes your family very big time. So, Please lang po, kailangan nyo talaga insurance. And I, I realize that not all Filipinos can actually afford insurance. So, totoo lang, mahal-mahal na insurance sa Pinas. Pero, you know, you're better off having insurance than not. Alright, so since we're already talking about family culture sa toxic Filipino culture, ito yung laging tanong ng mga titas kapag may occasion or may family gathering. Oh, kailan ka mag-aasawa? Oh, bakit tumaba ka na? Yan, yung mga offensive or intrusive questions. Na usually, hindi lang naman sa family gathering. Kahit naman sa mga church events, ganyan. Oo, sorry. Meron pa ako i-add dyan. Yung mga, oh, kailan ka mag-aasawa? Yun yung sinabi ko, ah. <laughs> Ay, sorry. Kasi, sorry. Sino <laughs> <laughs> ako sinabi? <laughs> ang nakakainis dyan sa comment na yan, kapag ang nagtanong sa'yo, yung nagkaanak out of wedlock tapos tatanong ka kailan ka mag-aasawa meron akong kakilalang ganyan eh sabi niya tinanong ako kung kailan ako mag-aasawa sabi ko sino ang nagtanong sa'yo yon yung merong anak out of wedlock sana tinanong mo ay ikaw kailan ka rin mag-aasawa may anak ka lang eh sobrang hindi gusto ko sabihin yan tungkol sa magtatanong kung kailan ka mag-aasawa kasi sa totoo lang nung ano nung hindi pa ako nag-aasawa no? so nasa early 20s ako niya nag-date-date naman ako pero every time talaga naman kahit na sa church activities alam ko naman na we're very family oriented Um, yan naman talaga yung religious. goal natin di ba? Lalo na sa church so, Religious, family-oriented Yan ang gusto natin sa Every time pumunta ako sa kahit na anong parties Kahit ang activity May boyfriend ka na ba? Kailan ka mag-aasawa? Utang na loob Sabi ko talaga naman Alam maganda naman yung intention nila Kaya lang minsan Yung mga ibang tao Lalo na yung mga kunyari Walang naliligaw sa'yo hindi ba detrimental yun sa iyong confidence? Pag tanong ka ng kailan ka mag-aasawa, eh wala naman po ako mapapakasalan. Kailan ba? Paano nyo ako tatanungin yan? Tapos yung iba naman na gusto lang talagang maging single, gaya ni Ronilo Banda. <laughs> Nanghapi lang sila sa kanilang skin. Mag-isa, sabi nga ni Emma Watson, she is self-partnered. Ewan ko ba, dami lumalabas na term na yan. Pwede namang single, pero self-partnered din siya. Yun, pero masaya naman sila sa mga sarili nila. 
Pero kay parang feel it's always pushed on to us na ito kailangan mo maging uh, maging nanay, magkaroon ka ng pamilya, dapat pero ang dami expectations lagi sa Filipino society sa totoo lang. Sabi ko nga, kung ang reason nila, kung bakit nila tinatanong yan, is kasi yun na yung next step dapat, dapat ginagawa ko sa buhay ko. Now, since I'm stable enough sa job, may job security ako, you know, I have savings, I have investments. So kung nasa isip nila, ang next step is to get married. So dapat, hindi sila ma-offend kapag ang tanong ko sa kanila, o kayo po, kailan po kayo mamamatay? <laughs> <laughs> yun na yung next step nila, eh, di ba? Death. Wala na naman silang hihintayin. So dapat hindi sila ma-offend pag yun tanong ko, ha? Loko yung mga yan. Minsan dapat talagang sinasagot din yan ng ano, eh. <laughs> Itry mo one time. Tingnan natin ano reaction. <laughs> Share mo sa amin. <laughs> sige, sige. Pero I understand na sometimes it's just to start a conversation. Pero saan naman lang, di ba? You ask better questions. Or, I don't know, say something else na you don't have to be intrusive about someone's life or someone's decisions I don't think it's just proper or appropriate to ask those questions anymore. Pero yung katulad nga nung sabi ko, kahit yung for saying hello, pero ang sasabihin natin, Hoy, tumaba ka. Hoy, umitim ka. Diba? To greet them. <laughs> so, hanggang ngayon guilty pa rin ako dyan eh. Kailangan eh. Ako guilty ako dyan. <laughs> Kasi tuwing nakikita ko si Ate Dona, yung laging bati ko eh. <laughs> pero I think oh, kapag close friend mo or family member... <laughs> Tapos you have that relationship. Pero okay lang eh. Kasi kung talagang medyo lumaki sila, tapos nagulat ka, no? Pero when you ask a person na hindi naman naman close talaga and you just want to strike a conversation, tapos yun yung first question mo, I think yun yung nagiging offensive. Oo. Oy, meron pa pala akong isang ano, listahan sa Filipino culture. Ah, siguro hindi lang pala to ka Filipino culture, ah. Kasi, pero toxic pa rin to kahit sa ating lahat. Yung expectation na... Dapat lalaki ang nagtatrabaho at ang mga babae ay nasa bahay. Okay ba to? Oh, culture toxic din. When you are a husband and your wife earns more than you, parang you are irresponsible. Masamang mindset talaga yan eh. Kasi parang you're putting people in boxes. Napaka-patriarchal pa ng mindset na yan. Pero ngayon, ang dami-dami ng opportunities for women to work. Kahit na hindi sila lumabas ng bahay, Working from home, ang dami ng opportunities. Ako nga, nasa, naka-work from home na ako since last year pa eh. Ah, diba? Tsaka, ito din, binibigyan din natin ng opportunities para dun sa mga husbands and fathers to also experience what it's like to be staying at home. Tapos, ang, ang hindi natin masyado napag-uusapan is yung mental issue din ng mga, ng mga fathers eh, tsaka mga husbands. Kasi sila na traditional provider sa bahay, meron din silang mga mental stress. Iba kaya nga sa Japan, everyday may tumatalon sa sariles ng bullet train kasi sobrang dami ng stress sa buhay nila. Minsan, napag-uusapan natin lagi yung stress at saka depression sa mga wives, sa mga mothers. Pero meron din naman nangyayari sa mga fathers and husbands. So, Itong pagbibigay ng chance for them to stay at home and maybe find a bit of respite from all the stress from work and other expectations from society, maganda rin yan para sa mental wellness nila. At isa pa pala na very related there, we always equate success with the amount of money that you get. O gano'ng kalaki yung bahay mo? Saan ka nakatira? So yung mga preconceptions na mga simpleng bagay, 
na kailangan dapat pag umiinom ka ng Starbucks, mayamang ka. Bakit? Hindi ba ako pwede inom ng Starbucks? <laughs> pag ano? Pag hindi ako kaya mahanan? <laughs> dapat gan- ang bag mo, Louis Vuitton, para mukha ka mayaman. Kasi pag hindi Louis Vuitton, pag sekosana lang ang bag mo, hindi care to reach. Oy, nakasekosana ako, 1,000 pesos din yon ha? Sa, ano, sa SM. Pero maganda naman. <laughs> it's not wrong to buy, no? Pero yung thought na nang iisipin ng ibang tao, titingin sila, mas maganda yung treatment dun sa mga naka-branded na bag. Makikita mo eh sa ibang mall. Kaya tuloy mga ibang Filipino siguro, when they go to the mall, they really dress up. So, pero o nga, no? Filipinos kapag pupunta sa mall, kailangan naka-dress up. May party kang pupuntahan. <laughs> <laughs> Parang ganun eh, no? Eh, Ronil naman. Tayo naman kasi napakalayo naman ang mall sa atin eh. Dati, no? Ngayon din naman. Kayo, ang layo nyo naman sa Bacoora. Ay, meron ng SM Rosario. 30 minutes na lang. Pwede ka na nakapambahay doon. <laughs> eh, dati kasi pupunta pa tayo sa Harrison Plaza. Tapos nangyayari yon parang twice a year lang. Talagang magde-dress up ka talaga kasi aircon. <laughs> no, I think, wait lang ha. Let me defend my, ano... May fellow Filipinos naman. Kaya naman kasi kami, <laughs> sasama ko sarili ko, <laughs> kaya naman kami nagde-dress well. I don't wanna say dress up kasi dress up for me is really, I need to go to a party if I am going to dress up. If I'm going to dress well, I do dress well when I go to the mall kasi nga, kasi it's like a one-time opportunity in a month or in two months or in a quarter. You don't normally go to a mall. Unless siguro sa mga taong malapit doon. Katulad namin, we have to take about 30-minute drive papunta sa pinakamalapit uh-huh. sa aming mall. Diba? Hindi naman namin ginagawa yun every week. So, it's your opportunity to dress well. Magamit mo man lang yung mga damit mo hindi mo nagagamit on ordinary days. Diba? Pero nakakatawa nga kasi it's a cycle, no? You're going to buy nice clothes pag nasa mall ka. And then, you're going to wear them. To go again to the mall. Ulit-ulit <laughs> lang. Ang hirap pumunta sa mall dati, di ba? Lagi na- naka-babybass lang ako nun eh. Siyempre, ang mga alikabok, nasa uh-huh. buhok ko lahat. Pagdating ko sa mall, tiks-tiks ng buhok ko. <laughs> oh, saka, oh, gusto ko lang sabihin, there's nothing wrong about dressing up. Kahit naman nga, kahit na wala kang pera, it, there's nothing wrong about dressing well. Kasi you also have to portray yourself as a beautiful person because you are. Hindi naman kailangan branded ang mga support. Yeah, yeah. Kasi ako nga, sabi ko nga eh, we don't make ourselves look beautiful. We make ourselves look presentable. And mm-hmm. I think everybody mm-hmm. who yeah. will meet us on the street, at work, or anywhere, they also deserve to see a person who looks presentable. Saka mas confident ka. Pag mas confident ka, kapag presentable ang itsura yes, mo. Yes, I, I was going to say that as well. Oo, pero Tidon, nasaktan si Ate Del nung sinasabi mo tungkol sa Louis Vuitton bags. Kasi mahilig siya sa mga branded na bags na ganyan. Uy, sorry ha. Ulitin ko. Kaya naman ako po going for branded. Kasi branded bags or branded clothes really last very long. Na-experience ko na yan eh. For many, many times, nagagalit na nga. Ewan ko, siguro isa sa mga galit sa akin ni Ronil to. Nagbibili ako ng kung ano-anong mura. So, kaya lang, it will only last me a, a month or two. One time, bumili, sorry ha, bumili ako sa palengke natin ng shoes. Nagamit ko for a few hours kasi hindi pa tapos yung araw. Sira na yung shoes. Nag-smile na siya. Mm-mm. Hindi, Teo. We're not saying naman that it's wrong to buy branded stuff. And we totally agree with you. They are more durable, definitely. Pero ang maling Filipino culture is that we go into debt 
to buy stuff we do not need and we cannot afford. Ah, uh, diyan ako ano, diyan ako walang problema because I don't buy my branded bags. Thank you very much sa aking mga sponsors. Alam niyo na po kung sino kayo. Thank you so much. Yung Louis Vuitton ko po, hinihintay ko pa. Thank you. <laughs> Hindi, de, ganyan din, di ba? Kunyari, mag, magpipiesta o magpapa-debut party sa mga anak nila o magpapakasal. Mangungutang para makapag-throw ng engranding party tapos nakanganga pagkatapos. Yun ang nakakainis. May utang pa sa'yo. Utang <laughs> pa sa'yo. <laughs> Yan naman tayo. Talagang meron tayo nga ano eh, sama ng loob sa mga nangutang sa atin. Si Ate Rivi lang gagalingan yan eh. <laughs> Alright, so any last words about toxic Filipino culture that you wanna leave our audiences with? Ako last na, talaga. Yung ano, sabihin, ay, ang galing mag-English, matalino yan. Oh. Please lang. Mm, going back to our first episode. Please, oh, going back to our first episode. I have met several people from different countries, different nationalities. A lot of them do not speak English. Even if they do, they are grammatically wrong. But I can assure you that they are very intelligent people. And very so successful. English and very successful. English is a language. It's not a measure of anybody's IQ. Ay, hindi ko na-share sa inyo pala kanina. Share ko na rin ngayon. Like when I stopped working, and I used to be a professional, but when I got married, I just um, stayed at home and became a housewife. Parang yung iba nagalit. Parang yung iba hindi nila accepted. Now, when you are a university graduate, you have to be professional. You have to work. Even if you get married, even if you have a family, you cannot be a housewife kasi university graduate ka. I kept on hearing those comments. And then when I started working, parang ang daming sumaya yung mga nagsalita na, oh buti na lang, magkakatrabaho ka na, kasayang yung pinag-aralan mo. Yung mga ganong thinking. 2021 na, magbago ka na, no? Dapat yan lagi sinasabi natin. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. And you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Kapatid Central. Send us a message, say hi, or suggest a topic that you'd want us to talk about. This has been Kapatid Central. My name is Neil. And I'm Darlene. Delia here. And I'm Donna. Bye, guys. Bye. Salamat po. Bye.